So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. episode is brought to you by the crisp copy class part course part community all class join smart funny brilliant business women including me i'm in there too and learn to write your own website and email copy with style get on the wait list at crispcopy.com.au now there's a lesson you need to learn quick smart when you start a business your talent is just a small percentage of the important necessities for a successful outcome the rest is business. And that's a lot of learning, often about stuff you didn't already know, this steep learning curve of figuring out what to DIY, what to outsource, how to find your systems and processes that work for you, when to push, when to lean far out, and how to be productive as possible while still allowing for joy to permeate every part of your day. And then in the online world, there seems to be two camps, the hustle brigade, the women striving and pushing and hustling their patooties off proudly, and then the anti-hustlers, those singing a song about unbusying your life, your business, and your mindset. So I think hustle has become a little bit of a dirty word in business, which I think sometimes is a bit of a shame because personally I'm pro-hustle. I'm also, however, pro-nap and pro-leaning out. I know, it's a contradiction, complex like that. So I invited Faye Hollands onto the So Crisp podcast to give us her expert advice on the hustle and to teach us all a thing or two about productivity because that is her gig. Faye, huge welcome to you. Well, thank you. I'm giggling away at that. I'm, as soon as you said your anti-hustle, your pro-hustle, sorry. So, oh my God, here we go. Boxing gloves on. Game <laughs> on, girl. And then you added the extra bit. I'm like, you, you can relax now, Faye. Yeah. Okay. No, I reckon I could take you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. I reckon you can. <laughs> so tell us about your understanding of this kind of hustle culture. Why is it important to you to teach this kind of, um, to, be, to be wary of the hustle? How can it damage us as business owners? Well, I think the whole hustle thing, you know, it's grown really quite big now. And I started off with my hashtag anti-hustle quite some time ago, like we're talking years ago now, because, and I feel like a bit of an old woman when I start ranting on about this, but I think it's because, well, I am an old woman now, but anyway, middle-age upgrade. Um, it's because, you know, particularly like in Instagram, for example, I was seeing a lot of posts about, you know, hustle hard. And if you keep hustling, you'll be more successful. And that hustle was a really important ingredient in being a really successful business owner. And I truly don't believe it is. And I think it's building a culture of people thinking that they have got to work ridiculously hard and keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And eventually they will get the success that they are aspiring to have and they're dreaming of. And the problem with that is that hustle does not equal success. It's mm -hmm. the two don't go hand in hand. And you know, I feel like I've lived and breathed that as well. I can say it from firsthand experience. It's not just theory. So people are going into small business and 
burning themselves out really quickly because they're thinking if they get up earlier, they work later, they push, push, push through the discomfort. And I'm talking about, you know, lack of sleep here and not having the energy to work and all those kind of things, then not comfort zones, then they're eventually going to get what they want. And often that isn't the case. And that can actually be the downfall for business owners where they just don't feel like they can cut it anymore and want to give up and go back to being an employee because that was easier than working the most insane hours they've ever worked. And, you know, failure stats in small business are very, very high in Australia. Mm -hmm. So I'm on a mission to stop that. And I think, you know, there's many components that go into that happening, but I think the hustle culture is not helping. Yeah. So do you think that because it's become almost a brand that you can self-brand yourself with, you know, like I'm a hustler, that hustle harder, um, you know, all the hashtags. Do you think Mm -hmm. that people um, focus on that rather than focusing on the business building exercises like systems and processes and the things that, you know, you don't have a sexy hashtag for on Instagram and, and therefore, you know, are doing themselves a disservice? Like, are we just buying into that that's going to work? Is that what you kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I think so, because I reckon it's easier, kind of in inverted commas, to sit there and just slog your guts out day in, day out, and not really be putting a huge amount of effort and thought into what it is that you're doing and whether that's productive. Yeah, okay. You're just churning through the to-do list, mm-hmm. but churning through the to-do list doesn't mean that you're actually going to get further in your business of great attraction. So it is easier to buy into that hustle, because actually working out how to be smart with your time is actually probably harder, harder. to do yeah. than the hustle. <laughs> and, and as I say, less sexy. Mm. Less, less, you, you're, not, you're not sitting there patting yourself on the back thinking, here's my Instagrammable moment. You're literally going, oh my God, I do these things really badly and I need to improve them. <laughs> how am I going to do that? Exactly, uh, not yeah. sexy at all. No, shame. So one of the issues that I have with um, – one of the issues I have with women like you, no. <laughs> One of the issues I have. on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like some of our most loud and proud anti-hustlers online <clears throat> are women who have hustled hard in the past and are now reaping the benefits. Because I was listening to a podcast last week by a well-known business coach turned author yeah. about how she, and, she, and the, the podcast name was how she only works 10 hours a week and has a multi-million dollar business. So when I started Chris Copy, I remember reading an interview series with her, that exact same woman, where she talked about starting her blog and community while working a 40-hour work week and then coming home and writing until 3am before getting up with the kids again at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, you, you can afford to be anti-hustle queen because you have been a pro hustler in the yeah. past. What, how do you think that that's, how, how do you think we get a, away from that? Because, you know, women would be listening to that, totally believing that she's created a multi-million dollar business in 10 hours a week. And the fact is she's just running a multi-million dollar business with 10 hours a week now. She created it in hustle mode. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, there's a, there's a shed load of successful businesses out there that have done exactly that and are now pro anti-hustle because they don't need to. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'm kind of scoffing and laughing because I'm on your <laughs> camp with this completely. I think the way that I look, or not think, the way that I look at this is that I have hustled in the past, but mm-hmm it's not been smart hustling that's made me successful in my business. When I look at where my success has come and where my, let, I mean, let's just get right into the depths of it, you know, where the, my lead flow comes from and my clients come from, it's not from the hustling hard and working crazy hours. It's from 
thinking strategically about how I'm spending my time. Yeah, okay. So when I talk about anti-hustle, you know, I've done a, I've done plenty of hours in my time. Yeah. Um, and there's still times now where I'll work into the night because I choose to, but I'm not in that, in that mindset that I've got to work really, really hard all the time to get the results I want in my business. And that's a different mindset shift. You know, I've not gone through what you're talking about where I've done the crazy hours and, you know, maybe not been around for my family or not been able to look after my health and well-being and all those mm -hmm. things because I've just been burning the candle at both ends. And I'm not pro that at all. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if that's answering your question, but that's no, kind of how I've lived and breathed the, the hustle and the anti-hustle. And also just to add, I come pre uh, being a business owner, my background was investment banking and financial services. So whilst that wasn't as a business owner, I've lived and breathed the working hard culture. And I've seen how, you know, the more hours that someone works in a day, doesn't make them more productive. Yeah. Make them yeah. smarter with their time. So well, I think any woman in business can attest to the fact that by well, by the time you get to the end of the day, you're significantly less clever than you were at the beginning. Absolutely, <laughs> completely. And if you're a morning person as well, like me, by the time you hit mid-afternoon, evening, mm. you're just, you know, I'm, I'm not nothing smart's coming out of me at that point of the day. <laughs> So tell us about, you talked a little bit about where you came from, but you were also in the British Army, I found out from stalking you on the internet, um, and you've been at um, this business that you're running for over a decade. You yeah. talk about, on, on your website, you talk about a recipe for sustained business success, and so I'm just wanting to know if we can have those ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not quite sure what they are. No, I am. <laughs> different ingredients that go into that mix. Okay, well, the Reserve Army, first of all, like, you know, I know that you, we're going to talk about my self-proclaimed title productivity yeah. or nerd as I like to call it uh, I my background as I just said was investment banking but also professional services and I spent some time in the British Territorial Army which is the Reserve Army over here in Australia mm -hmm. and so the, all of those things combined meant I was billing my time in 15-minute increments in professional services right. in the army where you don't waste anything and in particular yeah. time um, investment banking, and we worked a crazy hours. Regularly, I'd go home in a black cab from London at one in the morning and do come back in a black cab at 6 a.m. Mm. So I lived and breathed pre-business this environment where you needed to spend your time wisely and, um, and time is your most valuable asset. So when I started my own business up, and that was you know coming up to 13 years ago now, I had that ingrained in me. And I'm a Virgo as well. I'm not really into my star signs, but I know what Virgo means. It means I'm really organized and I'm on time and I like to spend my time wisely. So you can imagine when I started my own business, uh, I didn't want to waste time. And I also started it pre-kids and pre-husband. So it meant it gave me greater flexibility. So for yeah. me, just coming back to the question, kind of sustainable business and sustainable over the long term, it's always been about making sure that I'm spending my time on the things that actually move my business forward because it's very easy to spend a lot of time in your business doing the things that you find easy that are in your comfort zone that are fun mm. but when you look at those things they're not necessarily revenue generating they're not necessarily improving your brand presence or helping you get more clients or leads or doing anything really that productive in your business but you can fill your day up with those things very oh, for sure. easily. I can talk to people on Facebook all the day long 
Yeah, it, you and me both. Like I have to, that is my Achilles <laughs> heel. Glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, me too. I do have to be very careful with how much time I spend on Facebook and Instagram and social media. And I'm, I'm sure lots of our listeners are nodding right now. Mm-hmm. No, we're not the only ones. So that's where, you know, when I think about sustainable business and over the long term, it is having that focus on what are your mission critical tasks? What are the things that are actually really important in your business that you're focusing on first and foremost every single day uh, and not getting tied into the busyness that doesn't make you productive? Because ultimately, if you don't spend your time well, you may not have a business to run later on down the track. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I so sometimes I talk, um, sometimes when I'm interviewed for podcasts on things, um, people ask me about the 20 hour work week because I have a 21 hour self-imposed, um, time to work every single week. And that's because I, uh, manage a chronic illness. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and I talk about, um, that chronic illness as being the boundary that I was not able to set for myself. I would never be able to stick to a 21 hour work week if I was able-bodied. Yeah. I would totally blow out. But that is one of the boundaries that I have been gifted. Uh, I'm not getting into like hashtag blessed here, but that's one of the, that's one of the pros of having um, boundaries that are rock solid in place. And I think when I, when I look at my 21 hours in a week at the beginning of, you know, on a Sunday night, usually I kind of check out how everything's going on for the week. Um, a lot of things get cut because I'm like, well, that's going to blow me out to 24 hours. What can I get rid of that's really not going to do anything for me this week? And often it's not even love jobs because I, you know, I do tend to have a bit of a soft spot for a love job, but sometimes it's things like spending time on social media. So, you know, investing in things like social media scheduling. Someone asked me on a podcast yesterday, you're, you're everywhere. How are you everywhere? And I was like, I'm oh, not really. <laughs> it's a bot. It's a J-bot. <laughs> I really love that though because I don't love the reason you've got that self-imposed boundary but I love what it's doing for you because I've had a a similar situation in the sense that my youngest daughter was diagnosed with autism quite recently but at the start of the year I realized that putting her in out of school care after school was not working for us as a family at all it was just too long a day for her so then I quashed that and I'd gone from having a kind of nine to five, nine to six yeah. day every day, which I actually love doing and can do. So it wasn't a problem yeah. to then having a nine to two thirty day, which is definitely <laughs> yeah. different, right? Isn't it? And don't get me wrong. It's not that I haven't struggled with it, but yeah. it was just something I needed to do. And uh, you know, it, it does make me think even more clearly about how I spend my time in my day because, my God, 2.30 comes around very, very Really quickly. fast, yeah. yeah. I do a tremendous amount of brilliant work between 1.45 and 2.30. <laughs> if, if my entire day could be that 45 minutes, that would be, yep. yeah, that would be perfect. So, so you, you know yeah. So I was just going to add in there, right? I've been thinking about this since yesterday. I've been trying to get to the gym more and I don't like going in my working day because as we've already talked about, it's quite relatively yeah, sure. short already, yeah. but I'm not getting there as much as I want at the moment. So I went yesterday at 9.15. It meant that I got back at 10, shower, breakfast, 10.30. I'm like, geez, starting my day at 10.30, this is not good. Mm. Can I tell you, I had four hours till pick up and yep. I was the most productive. Powered through, I bet. Yeah. yeah. So yep. that there's a whole, we could get into Parkinson's law and theory about this and there's loads yep. of studies, <laughs> but the way that you and I are working, it's proven that you can be more productive the less time you have. Yeah. I even carved back a half an hour. Um, I used to get, be able to get home at 9.30 on the dot and be able to have a client meeting at 9.30, but yep. 
it didn't, what I really wanted, what I really just wanted was 10 minutes to finish my flipping podcast <laughs> that I was listening to, which is usually criminal on the way, because you can't play criminal when kids are in the car. So on the way home from school, and I just wanted to sit in the driveway, finish my podcast, and then just sit in the quiet for a minute and have a think. And that's yeah. all I wanted to do. So I just pushed my entire workday back and now it doesn't start till 10 a.m. No one can book in before 10 a.m. Everything's shifted. Like even all my reminders, like you have an hour to create content for the week. It all starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. And you're exactly right. I've lost no work doing that. I just yeah. literally was rushing around for an extra half an hour before. I'm hearing so. you and you're feeling much better for it, I bet. Yeah, it's good. I love awesome. it. I love finishing finishing a podcast and having a think um so you nice juicy murder in and your coffee (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) yes there's that um i love i love the labels that we give ourselves i mean this is one of the reasons i started this podcast was to talk about the labels that women women decide that they are going to have um and you use the word unfrazzle in your bio which i just love tell me what unfrazzle means for you Oh, gosh, I've never been asked that. It's a great question. Oh, good. Frazzle. Well, see, there's a packet of chips in the UK called Frazzles, and they look like <laughs> little strips of bacon. And they, I reckon oh. that I've really gone off at a random thought here, but I reckon that Frazzled is about um, feeling quite kind of manic in a crazy yeah. kind of way. And I, I imagine my hair looking like the Frazzle chips. And, you know, you're wanting to pull your hair out, <laughs> and there's just so much going on, and you are not in control. Right. And so when I say unfrazzle, it's about, you know, calming the hair down, yeah. feeling calm and in control and, um, you know, owning your time without somebody else choosing how you spend it. I love it. Uh, you're also a self-labeled productivity ninja, um, <laughs> which I obviously, you know, there's some, I love that army training kind of um, nod there. But this, it was really interesting to me because you, you're, you're, brand in your brand words is the word busy and you embrace the word busy for one of for for your brand um do which i think is really interesting because there is a huge movement against um not using busy um as a um you know like busy is not a state of mind (laughs) busy busy is not going to get you anywhere better so why do you love busy and not hustle well, look, I could come out with some BS answer here, right? But I'm not going to. I'm just going to be completely upfront. Well, you can if you want. I'll still publish no, 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 it. because that's totally not my style. Uh, as my, you know, community know, I'm very no-fluff BS. Really yeah. Raw, so we'll just go straight it. there. I called my business Busy Business Woman when I took the business coaching arm out of my original business. And it was purely named that because that's my target market. Yeah, there's a lot more in that demographic than just those three words. But it, you know, my business is aimed at women that are busy and Mm -hmm. busy. So I just did it. I called it that, and uh, and then you know, and that was sort of three and a half years ago. And then the whole hustle and anti-hustle thing started gaining traction. And I completely agree with the, you know, don't wear busy as a badge. A lot of people do, and I have done in the past as well. I'm so busy. Oh, I do it to get out of bloody having to work at the canteen at school <laughs> oh me too oh my gosh I hope no mum's listening to this then my badge yeah. is big <laughs> <laughs> yes. look at my busy business woman badge it serves us well yes yeah. <laughs> so it was purely from a marketing target market thing and I I talk about you know on my podcast or in my blogs and in my Facebook group about that we don't want to wear that busy badge. So despite yeah. my business being called Busy Business Women, 
I actually, I do like the word busy personally, but I realize that a lot of people don't like hustle. Mm. And I suppose my only slight different take on that is that I like to feel busy, but my busy is a productive busy. Productive, yeah. I'm not someone that finds it easy to sit around and chill out. I am constantly on the go, but I like that. I don't have an issue with that, Mm -hmm. but I have an issue with spending your time like a crazy thing and not you know, not feeling satisfied, not getting not anywhere, happy, not getting yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Oh, and the worst thing is when you see people that have, you know, the other day I was in, I was on Instagram, <clears throat> not being productive, but um, I was, I was in my feed and I thought, oh, there was this really talented copywriter that was around a couple of years ago. And I just realized that I hadn't seen her pop up in my Instagram feed for ages. Um, and so I went looking for her and she just had disappeared off the face of the planet, the Instagram planet. Um, and I mean, I have, I don't know what her reason is for not being there anymore, but all of the copywriters that I've ever worked with um, to help them, you know, with their copy um, have, have said, have pretty much said exactly the same story. You know, I thought that I was going to be talented enough to do this um, because I was good at writing. And then I found all of this other business stuff that needed to, that I needed to learn about. And I'm massively overwhelmed and I just don't know why I don't go and, you know, stack shelves at Coles because it's yeah. just far too hard. And so there's all these incredibly talented people in my industry alone, which means that there's incredibly talented women in all industries that are giving up simply because trying to keep all those balls in the air is impossible in the way that we've learned how to do it so far. Yeah, so, yeah. completely agree. I mean, the, the stats are only 3% of businesses make it to five years in Australia. What? How many of us, or you know, how many people have started businesses feeling as passionate as we did when yeah. we started, and within five years, and often within a year, they yeah. just cease to exist anymore as a business owner, which is really sad because we know yeah. how much effort goes into getting to that point or yeah. trying to get to that point. So yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. So what is the thing that your clients say that sucks up the most amount of their time? Oh, there's so many, but I reckon social media has got to come out on tops mm. uh, because, it, you know, we get that hit of dopamine. We love the notifications. We love the sense of attention, the engagement. We've been trained to want to need that in our businesses and personally. Mm. So we get that hit, hit of dopamine. It's addictive. And so before you know it, you're just logged into everything all of the time, yeah. jumping to those notifications. And it's very easy to get an hour or two into your working day and still not have actually done anything productive. At yeah. Do you think we get lonely too? I think sometimes I think that I log on to chat to people simply because I've been talking to myself all day. Yeah, completely. I mean, there's so many of us business owners that are solopreneurs mm. and it's lo- I mean, I, I, you know, I'm probably, am I freely admitting that I'm addicted to social media? Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> um, because You're not I, alone. You know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> uh, you know, there are so many, I run an online business predominantly. So mm. every day I get to connect with my clients, my tribe, my group. I love the engagement that we have in the conversations and I feel like I really know those people. So I do think that we do it more because we don't want to be lonely as well. And we get that real nice sense of engagement from social media. Uh, but you also get a really nice sense of satisfaction when you do the right work in your business. Yeah. So it's balancing that and realizing that the other one can be quite addictive too. Yeah. And there's a, there's a really good payoff. It just sometimes comes a little bit later. It's not yes. immediate. Yeah, that um, that that test that they do with kids and marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before we wrap up, what Faye, productivity ninja, and um, busy businesswoman wrangler? What is the one thing that you would do more of if you had 
a little bit more time. Oh my gosh, personally, professionally or both? All of the above. We want to know everything. Just please bear open your soul so that we can see it. Gosh, if I have more time. Well, professionally, and I wrote a blog about this today and I'm pushing my comfort zone, so I'm kind of adding accountability and answering this. It would be <laughs> running more events. Oh. So, uh, yeah, like if I could create, oh, you know, I can create the time, it's the fear, let's face it, uh, but I should be running more live events. I could, okay. This could turn into a counselling session. Yeah, so hey, Faye, you should definitely run more live events. <laughs> when are you going to book in the first? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you can invoice me later. <laughs> Um, so personally, wow, you know what? More holidays probably, uh, mm. but not on the camping variety because we managed to fit in quite a lot of camping uh, holidays and my husband and I will probably get divorced if we do any more. <laughs> but some more time away with the family. No. And I, at, the, at the end of the week, uh, end of the week, so end of the year, I work through what are my big rocks for the year and plan those out and the things that are kind of the non-negotiables and more time, more holidays, actually scheduled time because I'm quite good at doing things on the fly. Yeah. Actually having some bigger blocks of time uh, yeah. is what I really want to get more disciplined within my business. Yeah, lovely. Well, you, you should do that. Mm. You should definitely you should definitely do that. Thank you so much for talking to us about um, this fabulous word that is all mm. over the interwebs um, and for giving us your take. And hopefully we will um, get a little bit more productive after listening to this or just get in touch with you so that we can become part of your crew and we can learn how you do it um, a little bit better. Thank you. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Good. This has been So Crisp and my guest has been Faye Hollands. Faye helps time-strapped women in small business who are confused about how to create consistent leads, clients and income significantly improve their productivity and profit so that they can finally create the money and lifestyle they really want. You may have noticed this is not a regular Nuts and Bolts podcast about business. We're looking for crisp new ways to discuss wordy elements. So if you have a suggestion, drop me a line. May your day be as crisp as the alliteration of crisp copy and busy business women. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant J. Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.